Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, everybody? I'm Aslan Hajavani, joined by recruiting analyst for Warchant.com, the ultimate sell sports source. Michael Langston, thanks for being here, everybody. We suggest that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. You'll be alerted of this stuff as soon as it happens. But if you're a member of Warchant.com, you'd have seen this oh long, long ago. But welcome on in if you're watching us pretty live or watching us. <laughs> yep. uh, what else should they do to show some love, Michael? Always hit the like button. Uh, it's always good, uh, especially around these parts lately. Uh, you always want to hit the like button, man. It's always been good news. Uh, so... You know, a lot of good stuff going on with FSU. Uh, so uh, definitely hit the like button. Helps us promote all these cool features and, you know, even good ones and bad ones. You want to know all the news. Uh, you certainly want to hit that like button. All right, Michael. Florida State likes the portal. They go into it and they pretty much seemingly get anybody they want. Uh, at some point, Shane Beamer is going to have to stick up for pride or something, man. Uh, Florida State just pilfers, continues to pilfer South Carolina. Maybe they needed some help on the defensive line, some might say, coming off the edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, South Carolina defensive end Gilbert Edmond. Um, they love South Carolina, man. <laughs> they, yeah. just, they just love the, the South Carolina players. Uh, for those that haven't kept track of it, Jamie Robinson, um, obviously yeah. Jaheim Bell, um, Kier Thomas, um, now Gilbert Edmond. Jasmine Turntine. Jasmine Turntine. So – they certainly do well, and, and not only do they get players from South Carolina, these players do well. You know, so uh, if you're looking for something that makes you feel good about the pickup, even even this, even with what FSU does, such a, a phenomenal job with evaluations, that should get you, if you need something like karma or something like that to make you feel good, that's kind of what usually happens. But, yeah, good, a really good edge guy. I, I, I've, I've liked this kid for a while. I've watched a lot of his film. Obviously, he officially visited last Thursday. Um, he's originally from Fort Pierce. He's a guy that I don't think he's like an instant impact like pass rusher, but I do think he's a, a very solid uh, you know, guy that's going to help you in the one-two deep. You have Derek McClendon over there. Maybe he challenges Derek for, for reps uh, and stuff like that. Obviously, you have Verse on one side, so Verse is going to be the guy. But I think this guy's going to add a lot. I love his motor. I love, uh, I love the way he uses his hands. He's certainly uh, effective in space. So I, I think he's going to uh, be a really strong addition for FSU in that defense line because I think they wanted, even though Verse came back, I think they wanted somebody that is going to take pressure, but that's also different from Derek and, and Jared. Not not just, I mean, I think Verse is like 6'3", and I think uh, you know, McClendon is around that too. And, and so I think they wanted somebody with more length and also somebody that you know could – 
you know, do different things than what those, uh, what McClendon and Verse do. And I think they want to, you know, just make this, this pass rushing group uh, a very elite and very unique group of guys. Yeah, man. Uh, this past season, 39 total tackles, nine TFLs, two sacks for him. He was part of the 2020 class. Uh, the mm-hmm. tweet we had up earlier showed uh, some of the teams that were in contention. So they beat out Florida, Ole Miss, and LSU apparently here, Michael? Yeah, it was mainly uh, Florida and LSU. I think LSU was the main thing. LSU gave, got, got him a little nervous uh, you know, over the weekend because they vis- he visited there after FSU. And I heard he stayed three days, which he didn't stay three days at any place. So I think it was kind of you know a little bit slight concern. Then um, the next morning, I think I want to say Monday morning, I got a tip that um, I think he has already signed his his financial aid papers, which is usually a good sign to FSU, by the way, that he was yeah, he was coming to FSU. So I felt good about that. And so but you just heard it back and forth, you know, throughout with FSU and LSU, because certainly LSU does good with edge guys as well. So uh, yeah, certainly a talented program. But I think in the end, the development, what FSU does from not just South Carolina, but the portal itself, I think really won out uh, for FSU. But just a. Uh, like I said, they're they're red hot, man. They're on fire. Like they're just. I mean, I don't I don't know if there's a team that's hotter than FSU in in the in the portal right now. There's a lot of teams that have added great players, but it's like uh, I don't I don't know if I can say that I can remember since this portal thing's open that there's very few guys that if FSU targets them, it seems like they always get them. It's like this year. Uh, before there was some misses, but this year there hasn't been a lot of misses. I mean, they've just I mean, when they they put the target lock on, you know, they get the guy and, and they've gotten their guy just about almost every guy that they've targeted. So um, Edmund was the guy that that I heard was the priority and they coveted. Obviously, he's the only one that visited officially, but there was other guys that they were talking with. So this wasn't just a sole act of, of just, oh, we're going after Edmund and they're putting all our eggs in that basket. I think. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. I think Evan was the guy that just really grabbed their attention um, as far as what he does on the defense, what he would add to their defense. And I think they also, you know, doing visits with him, 
<laughs> just meeting with him. I think Gilbert kind of met that uh, fit for the, uh, you know, the culture at FSU of what they're building and, and kind of the guys that they brought in for this, you know, transfer class where, you know, all of them are in. And I, and before people ask me, yes, Gilbert will be in this week. Uh, he has until Friday, I think, uh, to, to enroll. So I think he will do that from what I was told. Um, so that is expected. So once he enrolls, um, I think you'll have all the ones we know right now as far as going into the spring. But um, they have one last weekend to possibly pull a safety or a linebacker. But um, I think adding Gilbert is a big deal because it really solidifies your defensive end room. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even mentioned Patrick Payton. So yeah. you got yeah. Patrick Payton, you got Jared Verse, Derek McClendon, exactly. now Edmund, exactly. uh, you know, helping you out there. And then other guys, obviously, they're trying to cultivate and, and kind of uh, bring along in the process, if you will. Michael, so how did this all come to be then? I mean, how did, how were they able to hold off LSU, ultimately, Florida, other these programs? Uh, what do you think was kind of the determining factor? Is it the fact that Mike Norvell's had such great success with guys out of Columbia uh, coming here out of the portal? I think it's it's a combination of a few things. Uh, one, he he's from Fort Pierce, so it's in state, so that's an that's an advantage, and I think he wanted that. But also the other thing was, I think the big thing just the family when he was around FSU. I think he sensed that some with LSU, but really FSU was just over the top was it was really strong. But and then the two other things you mentioned, one of them the the history of the have of South Carolina, but I think it's the history at that position you know, defensive end, uh, I think he saw what FSU did with Kier. They saw what they did with uh, Jermaine Johnson. They've seen what they've done with um, Jared Verse, you know, a guy that's – and I think it took his notice, too, when Jared Verse came back. I mean, you know, there was a lot of people that, you know, were projecting him first round. I'm skeptical of that first round stuff, but th- that – the point is – the point is – that shows you how he's being developed, that he wants to come back, regardless of where Jared would have went in the draft. I think it says a lot about what the program's doing with development, and I think that jumped out to Edmund. All right, so Florida State uh, hops back in the transfer portal, adds to their already uh, robust class out there. Uh, you don't think they're done, though, Michael? No, they're not done, guys. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, they are not done. Um, I think they're still in the market for a linebacker. I think they're going to be in the market for a safety. I think if I think those are two of the main positions. So let's get that clear right now. Like those are two of I think the most important positions. And then uh, I think they, it, the possibility is they could fill the running back position that Ward left. Uh, I think they could also fill the position of offensive tackle. Now, I think the running back position is the least likely, less important, but I think uh, offensive tackle is, is certainly another place. But I think those are the four spots that I've kind of got circled, Aslan. Um, but I think the two that are the most important and the one they are focused on the most and they got their radar on is linebacker and safety, and especially safety, because they need a top safety replace uh, losing Jamie Robinson they might not get that until the May 1st to 15th window. We'll see if they bring in somebody this weekend. That's really going to be the, something I'm keeping an eye on since they'll have, I believe, a junior day uh, this weekend on January 14th. So I think they could have some guys in there. But um, if they don't bring anybody in and they don't get it done by this weekend, I think you'll probably see them um, you know, take their time and take it to the May 1st to 15th window get them a safety and uh, kind of go from there. All right. There we go. You see the man on your screen, Gilbert Edmund for Pierce go. represent 
birthplace of your boy coming home. Six four, about two fifty ish now, according to the South Carolina website. Uh, joins already an extremely talented front four that includes Fabian Lovett coming back, Jared Verse coming back, ACC Rookie of the Year defensively, uh, Patrick Payton, Derek McClendon's got plenty of reps, so things looking really good. Uh, and you want to stay connected to WarChant.com. We'll have a recruiting chat later on this week with Michael and myself, uh, and plenty over on the premium recruiting board with Michael Langston. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. Michael, thank you, man. Appreciate your time. Anytime.